listening to the Derek Asante podcast, also known as DAPS, the show that brings you insightful conversations about everyday topics. I just aim to keep the discussion above the average. My guests are the ones bringing the social proof to the conversation. Let's get into it. I'm your host, Derek Asante, and today it's just going to be me, myself, and I, and of course, you listening in. I just want to share some of my thoughts and perspective on a few things that, um, that's been lingering in my head. I tend to do that quite a bit. Um, I believe the last solo episode I had was the randomly speaking. Got some positive feedback on that. A lot of people enjoyed it. Some of the things that I kind of, I mentioned in that episode. Some people were very appreciative of it in the comments. I'd like for you to continue to share your comments. To really engage with me on this show, I would appreciate it if you can actually get onto Podbean, download the app. It allows you to comment on a specific episode that will allow me to then respond to you. All right? So, the one thing I want to focus on today was the idea of independence. I've been thinking about it for a while now, a couple of weeks to be exact. I'm wrestling with it, um, and I'm realizing that it had a huge impact on the black community. To be more specific, I want to talk about how it infected the black family nucleus. I'm talking way before it even had an impact on, you know, my parents as far as, you know, my conception. And um, it's interesting to me as I think about that word, independence. And I want you to think about it as well. And what does it mean to you? If you can share that with me, that'd be great. Um, I'd really want to hear your thoughts on that. And if not, that's fine, but I want you to think about it. I want you to actually break it down because everybody has their own understanding of what it actually means. And I'm going to share uh, the different ways that I've been looking at it uh, for myself. So before we begin, as always, I would like to open with a quote. And this quote reads, why are you afraid to make a choice when that is the sole purpose of life? Think about that for a minute. If you're wondering who, you know, who wrote that quote, that's, that's coming from me. <laughs> you know, but think about that. Why are you afraid to make a choice? when that is the purpose of this life that we've been given. I mean, people for centuries have come to find comfort in fear. Right? Fear of trying something new, fear of the unknown, fear of succeeding, just fear. And I say we found comfort in fear because when we are confronted with fear, in whichever way it presents itself, 
we tend to remain stagnant, still, not moving. Why? Because we are comfortable and we are familiar with not moving. Right? Often I find that people are just reluctant to try new things. We settle. You know, we settle for what we are familiar with and wonder why nothing great or extraordinary ever happens in our lives. Think on it. Think on it. I know it's heavy. I just started and it's heavy. I get it. But seriously, though, think about it. These are some of the things I think about on a regular basis. You know, sidebar, somebody asked me last week, you know, a week before recording this, uh, somebody asked me, why is my circle of of friends small? And it's not because I don't like people or anything like that or I want to keep my distance. No, that's not it. It's really because I think a lot. And when I think a lot, sometimes I don't have the right people around me to share those thoughts with because we don't think the same. We're not on the same plane. The things that interest me don't necessarily interest them. And so I cannot surround myself with someone or people who don't share the same, you know, frequencies as I do as far as thinking and and the way I look at the world. So it can it can be very challenging. Sometimes it can be very taxing. So it's it's always easier for me to just remain quiet and work out my thoughts. And occasionally there's always one or two people that I come across that I can actually share some of that with. You know, but that quote has been sitting there for a while. I mean, you can go back as far back in time as possible and people were still doing this. We are reluctant to try something new. And if I think about the black community, it's even worse. So yes, I am challenging us to do better. I am challenging us to step out of the comfort zone. You know, I mean, as humans, we have free will, right? But unfortunately, we prefer, you know, to give that up because we don't want to be held accountable for making tough decisions. A simple example is, you know, depending on a friend. Think about that. You know, sometimes you have a lot of people around you and you think they might have your best interest. But when you have to depend on a friend to tell you the truth, when you're wrong, however, that friend will refrain from honesty for the simple reason that the potential or repercussions are too much for them to handle. It is uncomfortable 
tell your friend that they're wrong or this outfit doesn't work for them and their body type or to tell them, you know what, that hairdo is not working it or to say, listen, um, I think you were just flat out wrong for what you said. And it could be coworkers too. It doesn't matter. The point is, it's uncomfortable. And because we know it's going to be an uncomfortable situation, guess what we do? We bite our tongue. We retreat from that uncomfortability. Right? We retreat because we know if we push forward with this, it's going to hurt the relationship in some way, shape, or form. And it may not hurt the relationship, but it will definitely change it in some way. Right? And in that moment, when it gets uncomfortable, we hit that wall, we say to ourselves, wait a minute, if I say this, my friend may not look at me the same, and I need them to look at me the same. My friend may be disappointed in me as a friend, and I need them to not be disappointed in me. So what do they do? They relinquish their free choice and conform to what they believe their friend would want. And that is that little white lie. Now think about that. How sad is that? Don't be upset with me if I strike a chord. It's just food for thought. That's all I'm doing, okay? Now let me get back on track here about that word independence. I spent some time on YouTube, listened to several interviews, and I'm hearing a lot of women use this word. Black, white, Hispanic, Asian, South Asian, everybody is using this word. So let's dive into independence. But I want to specifically address my black community and culture as a whole, right? With this, because it's had a huge impact on us in particularly, more so than other cultures, right? So before I jump into it, I want to share with you all what the definition of independence is. Because I want to share that so it'll make sense for anybody who may not understand the definition. When I start getting into it, they will have a better understanding as to what I'm actually speaking about. The definition of independence reads, it is freedom from control, influence, support, aid, and or the likes of others. Think about that. Right? Independence is free from all control. It is freedom. Right? That means you are not influenced 
You do not need or seek support or aid or the likes of others, meaning affirmations or people who agree with you or disagree with you necessarily, but you are a free spirit is ideally what most of us interpret independence to be. And usually, just like the word itself, it begins with I. People who tend to use that word or ascribe to it are speaking from a singular perspective. It's all about them and nobody else. Let that simmer much as you want to be independent, right? It's all about them. Me, me, me. I, I, I. And no one else. Because I can do bad or good all by myself. How unfortunate is that? That we ascribe to this idea of free will. Independence. And I noticed this is predominantly pushed in the Americas, right? And let's think about the black experience in the Americas. A known fact, I'm not making this up, Africans that were brought over were not allowed to read way back when. This was at some point the norm. It is currently 2021, and here we are. Many of us are still drawing from the tree of ignorance and blaming our lack of literacy on our ancestors' experience. I am flabbergasted. I am empathetic towards and understand the impact of post-traumatic slave syndrome. It's a real thing. But don't let me distract you with that. Right? I'm going to dedicate an entire episode on that in the future. So look out for that. But for this episode, I want to dissect two words. And the first one is the one that we're talking about. Independence. Right. And as people of color, we have blindly subscribed to it without question. And the truth of the matter is, we will not survive these societies under these economic circumstances if we continue to ascribe to this word independence. Culturally, we are a group that works together. Historically, we are a group that worked and built together. Somehow, we all know how, during the transportation over to the Americas, we lost that. 
This is where ignorance kicks in. We are aware of that part of history regarding identity, culture, and everything being stripped. But we choose to remain ignorant to the fact that we actually have control over ourselves. But we refuse to hold ourselves accountable. On a regular basis. And the reason for this is because we've been conditioned, and it's not just the other side, if you want to call it the other, that's conditioned us, they did that. But since we were considered free, we haven't been able to process the idea of free thought. Because the tools that was given to us to maintain this condition of dependency of the other remains. Let that sink in for a minute. Okay. Let that sink in for a minute. Because really, we lack understanding as a group. So allow me to break the ice and get this conversation started. No matter how uncomfortable anyone may feel, I'm not here to pander to people's feelings. And, and trust me when I say that, I'm not the one to care about how others feel about this subject matter. Start a new conversation with your peers, friends, and family. If you disagree with me and my views, sure, start the conversation. Debate it. But these views that you're going to hear are exactly that, and they are mine. The intention behind them is for you to start a conversation of your own so that you can actually find your own perspective. That's the power of choice. Right? The power of choice. And there is a significant level of power when you have choice. I mean, we all have to choose one way or another, which means no matter the situation, Every one of us has a choice. Check this out, right? Imagine standing on one side of a busy highway. How do you cross the highway to the other side without severely getting injured or killed? Okay, that's the question. That's the choice. Allow me to continue. If you risk crossing to the other side and you do survive, awaiting you is the life that you've dreamed of. 
everything that you envision for yourself. Whether it's financial, family, status, power, whatever it is that you dream for yourself and your family is waiting for you on the other side of this highway if you get there safely. Now, understand that the risk is death or severely being injured. On the other side, if you choose to stay right where you are, safe and sound, you will just continue to live the life that you are currently living. How many of us do you think will take that risk? How many of us? I don't think too many of us would try and go and cross that highway. Because a few things will happen. We will tell ourselves that the risk is too great. And it's not worth it. Right? Plus, it's safer over here. Why would I do that? Process it. We make these choices every single day we wake up. Many of us are either sleepwalking out there or straight up zombies roaming aimlessly. But the point is, either one, there's nothing wrong with it. That was a choice of that individual. Every action you take is a choice. The words you choose to use are choices. This is the power of choice. So if you choose to use words that will offend someone, hurt someone, if you choose to take action that will prevent you from getting where you want to be, you cannot blame someone else for your inability to achieve your goals. You cannot say, I did not know. If you do not know something, it is your duty to find out. Not the obligation of someone else to inform you. Find out. So ignorance does not have to be blissful. Because the fact of the matter is, it's a choice. Now, pros and cons of independence. Let me start with the pros. When someone says, I'm independent. Often, it means that you have a great deal of self-confidence. Which often also allows you to take on challenges that otherwise you would have passed on, right? In the financial world... Right? 
think about it. Financially, if you're independent, it also means that, for example, you could be very handy. Therefore, you know, it can be cost effective. You save because you're able to do certain things on your own and don't rely on paying someone to do the job for you. Just one example, right? Being independent also means you got you have that sense of freedom, right? It provides you a sense of freedom. You can do anything that you want, that you choose to do. But I want to say that you got to be wise about it. Independence also provides you the privilege of flexibility. Right? It gives you greater choice in alternatives. For example, if there's a road closure, you can take the long way. That's a choice. But if you don't have enough gas, then you're in trouble. But because you're independent, you have that choice to take the long way. It also provides a great sense of convenience. Sometimes it's just easier and less costly to fix a problem rather than wait for the help to arrive, right? Which means you are left at the mercy of that help and their schedule, right? Independence also provides resiliency. Right? It allows you to resolve a problem and bounce back from adversity much quicker than someone who was dependent. And finally, resourcefulness. Right? Just means that you're equipped. Right? When you're in a jam, you can resolve your challenges using, you know, all your transferable skills and everything that you've gained, the experience and the knowledge, the know-how, you can tap into that. That makes you resourceful. It's more difficult to tear you down when you have this sense of independency. And those are the pros. So if this is you, it sounds great. Don't forget about the yin and the yang because it's always going to be an opposite to something. And here are the cons. Allow me to share. The first one is going to be the ask. Right? The ask for assistance of any sort. Because you already put it out in the universe that you're independent. And if that's the case, why do you need me? Why do you need that person? Why do you need assistance? Why would you approach somebody for assistance? How do you approach someone for assistance if you've already declared your independence and that you don't need anyone for support, aid, 
or assistance, right? That was the definition. Don't forget, that was the definition. So the first thing about the cons is you position yourself. It puts you in a position where you can't ask for assistance. Second point is disconnection. Right? The disconnection between you and the rest of the society when you claim your independence. I'm an independent woman and I'm an independent man. Your disconnection from the rest of the group, the community, right, means that you fail to see how you affect your surroundings. And at the same time, how you limit your personal growth. Blindness is another one. It's simply forgetting about your community. You act as though they don't exist. I can do all by myself. I don't need them. And if you go and listen to any successful business person, any successful company or infrastructure, they did not do it by themselves because that is impossible. Even if you claim to be an entrepreneur, you cannot succeed without customers, clientele, etc. People who need your services put you where you get, right? They put you in a position that you've arrived. So you didn't do it by yourself. Complacency is the other one when you are not able to even take care of yourself. Right? If you fall ill because you're so independent and you're so alone wherever you're at that you can't call anybody for help. Because everyone understood when you yelled at the top of the mountaintop that you are now independent. Which leads me to the next one, which is loneliness. No one wants to volunteer to assist you, give you a helping hand when you need it most. It's almost like you exiled yourself from the community with your declaration. So think about that. And then pertaining to finances, it actually costs you more to live, travel, and work alone. Think about that. Let's say you rent an apartment, you're paying the full price. If you had a roommate, it's half the price, right? You do groceries, you might split it if you had other people living with you. But when it's just you, guess what? You pay the full amount. Just small, simple examples. That's all I'm doing. I'm just throwing out examples. The idea here is for you to start thinking about the word and why we use it so loosely, but lack clear understanding of what it actually means. And the final point is effectiveness. That's a con, right? Because realistically, one person can accomplish plenty in a whole life, lifetime. However, they cannot accomplish nearly as much as a community of people.
because you get to leverage that power of the community. Right? So those are some of the cons. And I want to tie it back to the black community. Why? Because you don't trust me, I don't trust you. Therefore, we are all independent. We do by ourselves. Why we can't acquire multiple investment properties as a community? Because we do by ourselves. Which means you have a mortgage, I have a mortgage, we all have debt together. But we can't grow together. Take a look at the South Asian community. Take a look at the Asian community. Take a look at the mid, you know, the mid Eastern community. Even the Jewish community. It's a collective approach to things. So when I keep hearing the narrative about the fact that, you know, the black community is the poorest community in the Americas, it blows my mind. Because the same rhetoric, when you turn it on its head, they also then say, we are the number one consumers. I couldn't make this up. It's one of the biggest oxymorons ever. It just makes no sense. So before you start criticizing somebody else, take a look in the mirror first. Before you criticize me for this episode here, take a look in the mirror first. And don't forget, this is just my perspective. But still, take a look in the mirror because you need to check your skeletons in your closet before you turn around and speak on someone else's. We're going to take a break right here. We'll be right back. Uh, And I want to dive into the second word um, that I alluded to. The first one is what I've been talking about, which is uh, independence. The second word. I'll introduce as soon as we come back after this break. Are you looking for the finishing touch to wash day, a special occasion, or just a play date? Graham Bear has you covered. We offer a wide selection of accessories. You will love our plant-based hair clips and fabric bows, bow ties for daddy and me, and our best-selling turban headbands, which are perfect for your mommy and me looks. We're a Canadian-based handmade shop Our products are made to order with love, care, and attention to details. We offer fast, local, and international shipping. Our accessories are made for making memories in. Visit us at grahambear.ca for all your family accessory needs. Follow us on Instagram at grahambear to see our products in action, know about promos, and contests. Be sure to use promo code DAPS10, that's D-A-P-S-10 for 10% off your next purchase. Welcome back. You're listening to the DAPS show, Derek Asante podcast show. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we were just talking about the word independence and how it's uh, impacted the black community. And so before the break, I said I was gonna talk to you about the second word. That word is interdependence interdependence 
right? That's the word we should be using. That's the word we should be spreading throughout our community, in our circles, in our networks, with family and friends. That's the word that does not get spread through, you know, popular media. So let's talk about it. Okay. I mentioned before that the word independence focuses on the individual, dividing and conquering. Everybody's working in silos. No one knows what their neighbor is doing, thinking, or saying. And so it's easy for a third party to come in, that same community, and acquire all, all the rich resources. Extract it, and off they go. What's even worse is oftentimes they extract it and they stay right there and they stay claim and own property. Meanwhile, residents don't own a fraction of the properties they occupy. So, it hurts. The truth hurts. It's also very uncomfortable, and that's why we don't tell the truth. That's why we lie to each other, right? We don't tell our neighbor that we are broke, but instead we'll go and buy something we can't afford to show them otherwise, thinking that that's the right thing to do. This is just what we do, folks. If I'm making anything up, you let me know in the comments. Make sure you download Podbean, the app, so you can comment. Right? Otherwise, you can hit me up on social media, uh, Derek Asante underscore, and um, on IG, and you can definitely chime in there when, the, uh, when this episode drops. Right? I want to talk to you. I want to have the conversation and I want you to have these conversations with people in your circles because it's a real thing. Not on the surface. I mean, how comfortable are you to tell somebody you consider a friend that you're struggling? That you, you ain't got it like that. That you wish you could, you, you know, you were doing better financially, spiritually, emotionally, mentally. But we're not doing that. Right? And if you remember, I said one of the cons for thinking that you're free, for thinking that you are uh, independent, is the ask. Swallowing the ego and the pride to be able to ask for assistance. That's one of the huge cons with people who say and claim that they are independent. But I'm talking about interdependency. Allow me to share with you the definition of that word. Interdependence. The mutual dependence of two or more people on each other. Right? 
real basic level, think about nature. If everything in nature relies on or depends on one another, why are we the exception as human beings? More specifically, if you feel you are the exception and you are also an African descent individual, you are the exception, then you will be treated differently. And I say that to say, this is why group economics works from many other groups of this, you know, it works for many other groups of people because they understand the meaning of this word and they actually practice it regularly. Interdependence. That means I lean on you, you lean on me, we help each other, we build together. We like to use the cliche, each one teach one, or it takes a village to raise a child. Bullshit. Get out of here with that rhetoric because you're not practicing it. If you practiced it, you wouldn't just recite it. Your actions would show it. Right? Then we have another one called practice what you preach. Or the same church, and I don't want to preach, so. Let me give you an example. Right? Five individuals may have $10,000 each. And that's not bad. However, as a collective, they would have 50000 Think about that. 50,000, that changes their possibilities tremendously. But everybody would rather hold on to their 10,000 and stunt on each other, even though they have the same amount of money. And they can't do shit with that. I'm just saying, it's 2021, $10,000 can't do anything for you. And if you think it can, you're mistaken. Right? Historically, you know, as people of color, what we practice was group economics. We called it SUSU. In some some areas of the continent. And other islands or Caribbean islands is called Susu as well or partner. Group economics. I know plenty of people who are able to purchase their first home or car or go on a huge family trip because they were a part of a group economic situation. which otherwise wouldn't have happened for them if they didn't partake. Right? 
The fact of the matter is this. Independence is a gift. It's a great gift. Unfortunately, you don't value it until it's lost. This culture in the Americas values independence. But we need to shift our focus and our values to interdependence. We survive because we depend on others, whether we know it, whether we like it or not. There are but rare moments in our existence when we don't benefit from our dependence on our community members. If the farmers do not grow the food, you do not eat. If the manufacturer worker does not build the car, you do not own one. If the people behind the scenes controlling the traffic lights, you will not know what to do on the street. You would be in an accident. These are all things we take for granted. If you do not have a job or a side hustle or an investment, you do not get paid. And guess what? The job is called an employer. They hire you. You need them in order to get that money. You're an investor. If that company does not go public, heck, if they don't exist, you can invest. You need them. If you get sick, you need a doctor, a surgeon. You get the pattern here? So stop preaching independence because you can't do shit by yourself. You can't. Humans are not wired like that, first of all. We're not. So it is a fabricated situation. It is a psychological issue for you to think that you're doing everything by yourself. When in fact, the clothes that you're wearing would not exist because I know you can't make clothes unless you have that talent or ability, but you're not manufacturing clothes, you're buying them. That means somebody, which you need, had to make them for you to buy them. And somebody had to get it from the manufacturer, bring it to the store nearest you. Somebody had to sell it to you because if they're not in that store selling it, you can't go in to buy it. Amazon is there. And without Amazon, you couldn't order anything. Somebody created Amazon. You needed him. The money that you spent that was printed, somebody had to print it. You needed them. 
right? So really, all we're doing, right? All we're doing is playing this game of ignorance. We lie to ourselves every day as if we're doing everything on our own. The fact of the matter is, without somebody else, you can't function. So the sooner we come to this realization, the better off we'll all be. Now, I appreciate you taking the time to listen to me. It's not a rant. This is not a rant. This is some stuff I really want people to think about. And you can take it lightly. Again, it is my opinion. But look in the mirror before you do the next thing that might impact somebody else. Especially if it's going to impact somebody in a negative way, you better check yourself. Because everything you do and say on this planet affects somebody in some way, shape, or form. The same way your inactions affect someone. So I say that to say this. If you don't do anything, if you don't take action and it impacts somebody else, why not risk and take the action? That may ensure you benefit as well as the other person that is going to impact that they benefit. Right? So I'll leave you with this statement. And it's not a cliche. You know, that whole do unto others as you'd like to do, uh, to be done unto you. I think it goes something like that. I'm not sure. But all I'm saying is, it's 2021. And we can't afford to be complacent anymore. Less talking, more action. That's it. Practice either group economics, eliminate independence, and introduce interdependence. I'll leave you with that. I want to take this moment to actually thank all the listeners for tuning in on a regular basis. I do appreciate you so much more than you think, you, more than you know. I appreciate all of you tuning in on a regular basis every week, um, working hard to make sure I get you guys the content that you need. And again, if you haven't subscribed or followed, please log on. Check me out on IG. Um, I'm going to be posting some, some uh, new posts up there for each episode and so forth trying to keep it more active again i want the conversation so please catch me on there um chime in on the conversation Derek asante underscore uh you can also make sure you visit uh ray miles publishing to 
pick up a copy of my poetry book, Scriptures from the Sidewalk, as well as the children's book, The Best of Grey. If you haven't grabbed one already, make sure you log on. And again, until next time, love, peace, and happiness. <laughs>